Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Aluminium. Aluminium. Aluminum. Is the U.S. taxing aluminum or aluminium? The English chemist Sir Humphrey Davy named the lightweight metal aluminum in 1807, but Humphrey was indecisive and he changed the name to aluminum. By 1812, he'd settled on aluminium. Scientists liked the traditional suffix "-ium", because it sounded good alongside other elements, like potassium and sodium. Aluminium landed in Britain, but according to Worldwide Words, American dictionaries dissented. The influential Webster's Dictionary of 1828 called the metal aluminum, while others used aluminium. In the early 20th century, the American Chemical Society officially adopted aluminum because it was the most popular, but an international chemistry union chose aluminium in 1990. It's unlikely that North Americans will make the switch at this point. The dream of a universal pronunciation got dashed by a chemist's indecisiveness. <laughs> hey everybody, it is uh, Monday, December 5th, 2022. It's 20 days until Christmas. Wow. And we just want to say Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And I hope you're enjoying getting ready. Uh, and by the way, just so you guys know, the play Time to Come Home here at Water Springs Church, it begins December uh, 15th through the 17th at 7 p.m. And then December 18th, we have a 9 and 11 o'clock. It's all free admission. It's an outreach with the gospel. Hope you'd come and do that with us. Um, and then, of course, we have our Christmas services. We have Christmas Eve services at 5 and 7 and then Christmas Day services because it is a Sunday um, at 9 and 11. So hope you guys can come and join us. Uh, but I was looking at the national days. You know, we talk about these national days and we have great things that come up, right? And so we had a comment that came in. Um, is there anything better than French toast? A real maple syrup, powdered sugar, and melty real butter. I guess the question is, is it cream butter or is it salted cream creamy butter? And that's an important that's an important differentiation. I, I think yeah. so. And that's from Miranda Bailey. Uh, um, and that, that's, that's great. Thank you so much for... Uh, uh, letting us know because you're absolutely right. But that was from National French Toast Day, right? And then we had National Peanut Butter Day. Now the conversation with National Peanut Butter was, uh, it's it look smooth peanut butter shouldn't even exist. What's the point? And that's from Mark Amen. Edwards. Amen. Wow. And, Amen. And, and, I, and I'm going to share with you. And he's in Jackson Hole, and so I'm going to share with you <laughs> the point. The point of smooth peanut butter is to get your children to eat so they don't starve to death. I think that's the whole point of smooth peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, I think the like, point of crunchy peanut butter is to put hair on your face because you got to have a coat for winter. Uh, that is, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm kidding, but, I'm kidding. But here's the thing. So we have another national food day, and it's a tort, and I don't know even how to pronounce that particular word. Uh, yeah, because it's French. I know oh. it's French, but I'm not saying it right. But- by the way, there are so many national food days, it's like, no wonder we're all really heavy, right? Because we just had National Peppermint Bark Day, right? It's true. It's like, I mean, that true. was at the end of last week, and now it's like this national tort day. And so um, is there a national 
fasting day? Is there a national the season yeah, of Lent? The, the week of prayer and fasting. The week of prayer and fasting. And by the way, that's coming up in January. Um, and by the way, we're not going to make you fast. We're just going to encourage a week of prayer and fasting. Uh, it helps us. But you know what? It's National Blue Jean Day. And so if your blue jeans aren't fitting, no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, maybe a little fasting would be good. I don't know. But it is National Blue Jean Day. I, I didn't know we had a National Blue Jean Day. And so, so something new that we learned today. Uh, but we are in our readings. We have our Bible readings. It's our Truth For You daily readings. We want to encourage you guys to read through the Bible with us. Today we're in 1 John chapter 4, one of my favorite areas in the New Testament where we have 1 John chapter 4, where in verses 8 and 16, where it says God is love, just defining his character. And then, of course, it goes on and it says, you know, that true love casts out fear, um, because and, and, and fear involves torment, and those that have not been made, uh, those that are in fear have not been made perfect by God's love, by love, uh, which means they haven't been made perfect by God, and so we shouldn't be afraid. It's such a beautiful passage. We're also in Proverbs 29, 18, Psalm 1, uh, 124, and then First Chronicles 15, and guys, what happens on January? We, we start again. Yeah, we start our new uh, year of Bible reading, and we will finish up the Old Testament because we do a two-year Bible reading program. Yeah, so we do a two-year Bible reading program so we can cover the whole Old Testament and people don't get like bogged down in it. Right. And we read through the New Testament once every year, mm-hmm. and then we go through Psalms and Proverbs uh, twice every year. Right. Um, and it's a real blessing, and so we encourage you guys to get involved. Uh, guys, well, a word yeah. of encouragement on yeah. that. So if you're yeah. like me, if you're one of those guilt-ridden ADD adult people and you're like a new year's coming i will commit to it this year and then three days into it you drop the ball and you forget for a week don't think well i gotta wait for next january no pick it up pick it up and just continue where you dropped off it's okay today start today even why wait for january and it's not only just the daily reading which is really accessible i mean you're given 24 hours per day you're talking 10 minutes max i mean how much time have you spent on a silly app on your phone or checking the stock market or looking Sorry, I was on my phone. What was that? Right, James? aside from that? Pastor Ty. I mean, you know, uh, no, but social media feeds, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can literally lose 30, 45 minutes and it'll feel like a blink of an eye. Yeah. So take intentional 10 minutes out of the beginning of your day, open up the Water Springs app, go to the daily reading plan. If you don't like to read, it'll you can push play and it'll read it for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, it's just accessible. You know, that's funny that you mentioned that, James. We've been. <laughs> See, <laughs> there it is. Now the second letter that I am writing to you. Beloved. Look at that beautiful in voice. Both of them, I am stirring up your sincere. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. beautiful. Yeah, but and, it, it's really helpful that we have these tools. Use those tools. But I think a lot of people don't realize, um, just like if you have AirPods or headphones, yeah. you put that in while you're just getting ready for your day. Yeah. And it settles your heart. It gets you in the word. But we try to make it accessible. So let me let me share with people something. If you miss a day, it's okay. Just stay with everyone else because then you have conversations. Like we can talk about what we're reading. Yeah. And so just stay with everybody. Um, I mean, traditionally, you guys know there is a church, there's a traditional church calendar where uh, many mm. churches around the world are all in the same passages at the same time. It's called the readings, and then there's there's the homily that comes from those readings. But there are those church calendars uh, keep, like, you know that around the world, that so many churches are doing this. Yeah. I mean, Calvary Chapel is a little bit more of the odd duck because we're we're going to teach verse by verse through the Bible, and then we're going to do it again. So you know, wherever you go to a Calvary Chapel, they're teaching through the Bible, right? Uh, but we may not be in those readings with everyone else. 
But the Bible reading helps us do that. Like we're right. reading the Bible together. And, you know, we were talking about that in our staff devotion last Thursday, how it was kind of nice that we're all in this place, you know. Right. Yeah, there's a Psalm 119. You know, we just got through that. And it, delight yourself in his commandments. Delight yourself in his word, you know. And one of the things, you know, don't beat yourself up like, like everybody's saying if you miss a day. Right. But what's cool, too, is like if you miss a morning, you have an evening. You have, right. a, you have a lunch break. You have other opportunities. And then if you miss that day or you forget or whatever, there's no condemnation. His mercies are new every morning. That's right. Reset. Spe- we were Speaking of reset and mercies new every morning, I didn't introduce anybody. Oh. And so now I'm feeling some condemnation there. So Uh-oh. I should probably do that. But I mean, we've got Gary. He's he's the man under glass. Hello. Hi, I'm Ty. we got Pastor Shane here today. <laughs> hey, guys. we got Pastor James, the other Hello. guy. Simeon's out for a walk. Uh, but uh, but Dave's also out for a walk, so ministry happens. Ministry maybe they're on, happen. maybe they're on a walk together. Who knows? Maybe yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, but yeah, but yeah, a lot that, of stuff going on. On that topic, though, I wanted to give a little shout out to the Thrive Youth Group. We've been going through Revelation, and we've been doing the seven churches, right? And so we got to the the last church, the lukewarm church, right? And we were talking about Laodicea, Laodicea, um, and so. What the big point that I wanted these kids to to go through is like, what are you focused on, right? Are you focused on the riches of the world and the things of this world? Not that those things are bad and you can't enjoy them, but like, what's that first thing you think about in the morning? Is it is it you know the Marvel movies? Is it video games? Or is it the Lord, right? Yeah, what gets you up in the morning? What what gets you up and what are you focused on uh, periodically throughout the day and what drives you? And we contrasted like, hey, you know, Laodicea was like, dude, we're we're driven by the world. And we don't want to be that way. And that's what's cool about the reading is it helps you not be driven <laughs> by the world. By the way, for the Bible students or other people that aren't sure what Shane's talking about, it's also pronounced Laodicea. Yeah. I was so going to say, I was just like, I just well, like, that church aliens. does it, but so does the church at Laodicea. That's what I was going to say. But you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to get to it. So it's like, is that like, is that an ambulance word for ambulance. you? Ambulance. Laodicea. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We pray for you. But the cool thing is, so just to be clear, Koinonia Greek is a dead language. Like people don't actively speak it. Koine Greek. (laughs) See, I'm I'm surrounded by good. I'm surrounded by good company. Fellowship, but Koine. It's like Koine Greek. I'm surrounded by good company. Forget it. Forget it. I'm out of here. <laughs> that was funny, though. I thought that was great. That was an accident. Oh, uh, we mispronounce words all the time, so it's all good. I know it's Koine so, Greek. How in the world do? You... All right, it's okay. But here's really funny: is like right now um, because we're uh, Lori and I are planning on going back. We're actually planning a, a sabbatical, and we think we're going to do it in Israel. And and uh, oh, so we're working on Hebrew, and it's it's actually the the hebrew of the bible is actually a living language yeah still to this which, day where yeah. like the the greek is is something you have to because de- the modern issues and but it's something else man to start you know having to read or write from right to left and understand i mean this is a whole nother world of language and uh but did you guys ever you guys have heard that you know what do you call somebody who speaks three languages I don't know. Trilingual. Oh, oh right. yeah. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, like, no, no, yeah. but somebody speaks yeah, yeah. two languages. Bilingual. Somebody speaks one language. American. American, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, sorry. Sorry, it was a joke. It just <laughs> took me a long time to get there. But A millennial. Uh, a, millennial a millennial, yeah. No, it's like, a lot it's of millennials like, know multiple languages now. Well, Sp- Spanish and American, a lot. 
Yeah, they, they, quite a bit. yeah. There's there's actually a, a lot. I, I think we should learn more than one language. I think I, so I too. too. I think um, that'd be cool if they made it in school instead of an elective like a primary. That would be super helpful. I think. Yeah, like and, and by the way, some cultures have that. Even, yeah. Even in the United States, there are yeah. some. But uh, but listen, are are you? Let's let's. Hey, look, pastors live at the Rev.fm. Do you speak more than one language? If you speak another language, what is it? And and do you speak another language? And, you know, and by the way, coding doesn't count. <laughs> I just want to clarify, you know, but I think HTML, I, oh, you can, I guess you could say that. I think HTML and coding, that's another language. It's yeah. computer language. Like, I, I actually do have another language. I can read music. Yep. Yeah. That's that actually ex- another language. Exactly. ASL is another language. So uh, for our listeners, uh, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm, what, what other languages do you speak? And, and think about what language is. It's a way to communicate. So what other languages do you speak? I would be curious of what kind of a crazy list we could come up with of what would actually be considered bilingual um, when you say, hey, um, you, know, I, I, you know, I speak Spanish and English. There's bilingual. But maybe there's other things that you do that's another language, another yeah. way to communicate to humanity. So yeah, just for whatever that's worth. I love making things awkward, not even on purpose. <laughs> I just in hindsight, well, that was awkward. Um, I, I met that's one, why we love you. That's why we love having you around. I so, love yeah. talking to people just out in the community. And this is how I became friends with a guy named Danny at uh, Target. He was working there. He was the manager of the, the, the Starbucks in Target. And on his name tag, it said, I speak Russian. And I had done this one little small part in a web series where I was a mob informant. I got burned alive and stuff. But one of my lines was, <laughs> and I said that to him and he goes, no, no, stop, please don't. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that was the line. From Anyway, we started a friendship but, and he started rattling off these other Russian phrases because he had served an LDS mission in Siberia. Oh, wow. And uh, so we began this friendship by my awkward, please, please stop, stop don't, stop. don't, don't do it. <laughs> He probably looked at you like you had three heads, man. <laughs> I, you know, uh, yeah. I, I worked with a staff that was from uh, Russia, and you know, really quick, you start learning Pridiet, you know, and you start learning how to say hello and how are you. I'm, you know, normal, I'm, I'm good. You know, things like yeah. you start learning that. But one of the fun things about uh, Russian culture and that Eastern Orthodox uh, culture is that uh, on Easter morning, uh, people will say Isus Vaskres, um, and then the response is Vaistunu Vaskres, which is uh, he is risen, he is risen indeed is the response. And so we do the same thing in English. Right? We say he is risen, then we say he is risen indeed. And so that's part of their culture. And so, of course, we learned that from our, you know, our Russian counterparts at that particular ministry. I've never forgotten that. I always appreciate that. Uh, that, you know, every language, there's something important about Jesus, right? You know, yeah. Jesus is he's central. A, he's Be- in every language. Yeah. And by the way, um, when you learn a second language, you do realize that when you read the book of Genesis... And you come to the Tower of Babel, right? You realize when God says, let us go down and confuse the languages, he did a really good job. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. Like, do you guys agree? Like, it's not like you learn one language and then from that one you learn two or three others. Like, it's right. like he confused the languages and they really are confused. They, You can't, yeah. unless you understand, you can't cross those lines. People talk in and you're just like, I don't understand that. And he did that. God did that. God, all these languages we have, God did that. 
Yeah, that's another yeah. aspect to his creativity. You look at all the beautiful things that we can see right. and smell and hear. and But language, you know, the creativity of language nuances and differences is uh-huh. really cool. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and so I would and hope that... Not even that... the language, the writing too. Like oh. you look at how like some cultures wrote like hieroglyphics or, uh, you know, Eastern cultures with the way that they write compared to Spanish or American or whatever. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's really crazy. And I, I always appreciate, um, you know, when I meet somebody from England um, and they, they say, you don't speak English you speak American. <laughs> let's let's clarify that up front. Uh, aluminium, so, hey, yeah, no aluminum. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So hey, so I, we did have a comment that came in, which I thought was really good. I think it t- kind of ties in today uh, because it does talk a little bit about assurance. Of course, it's kind of going to tie into our reading tomorrow in First John five. But it says, "Hi, pastors. I've been so blessed by your radio show. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is from Raquel Mills here in Idaho Falls. Thank you so much, uh, young lady. We appreciate you. Um, I enjoy hearing the word, but I also enjoy the funny things you guys talk about. Now, and then this is this. What does it mean to have assurance? How can I know for sure that I am saved? That's, so there's two questions there. Uh, I heard Pastor Ty talk extensively on uh, knowing it for certain that we're saved, but in reference to assurance, how can I provide assurance to someone else? Hope that makes sense. So, I, I so there's three questions here. I think so. We we'll take them one at a time, right? Um, what does it mean to have assurance? Number one thing about assurance is to have the confidence that you are in right relationship with God. I am assured. In other words, I, I like I have the assurance. I'm assured that I am in a right relationship with God, and God loves me and cares for me, and that I, upon my death, will be with the Lord in eternity, for I have been given eternal life. That yeah. that's what it means. Without that's, wavering, yeah, without wavering. So, and then the question is, how can I know for sure that I am saved? So, uh, this would be this is that whole like okay. So the verses we talked about this last weekend, right? Ephesians two eight and nine. Right. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works, as anyone should boast. And then uh, John 1, uh, 12, which is for as many as received Jesus, received him to them and gave the right to become the children of God. But this is kind of the culmination, which is 1 John 5, uh, 12. But starting at verse 11, it says, and this is the testimony, and this is the testimony, that God has given us eternal life, and that eternal life is in, in the Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. So it's the idea that to know we have assurance is receiving Jesus, is receiving eternal life, for eternal life is in Jesus. So salvation is a gift from God based upon our faith. And when we believe in Christ, death by faith, we receive him. When we receive him, we receive the adoption as children of God, and we receive eternal life because life is in him. I mean, that's really, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a very simple way to just kind of break it down. So that's how you know you have assurance. You have Jesus. If you have Jesus, you have assurance. Right. You know. And I would add, too, to that, all of that, 100%. Titus says God cannot lie. James says there's no shadow. There's no variation. He doesn't change his mind, right? And God's not a liar when he says, I will never leave you or forsake you. I'll never throw you away, right? Right. So you don't lose your salvation. You're not tossed to the side. When you say, God, I trust in you. I commit my life to you. I have faith in you and your grace, you are saved in the Holy Spirit. We talked about this. I can't remember when. It was a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, the evidence of the Holy Spirit being when we can say Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so if Lord. you say Jesus is Lord right now, that's evidence of the assurance of your salvation. 
Right. Yeah. And this, so you're talking about the gift of God. Yeah. God is not an Indian giver. Now, yeah. I, I, have, yeah. I just want to be sure everyone oh, listening, yeah. I have the card to say that. I am, I am a registered North American native. So, I, so yeah, you can say that. But yeah, God yeah, is not an Indian giver. He's not giving a gift and then yanking it back. And I love uh, Romans 8, starting in verse mm-hmm. 38. For I am convinced. This is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Rome. For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons, neither things present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I think that kind of articulates a full spectrum of assurance that nothing can separate you. Nothing, and especially if you have that relationship with God. Now, here's the the tricky part of the the series of questions. How can I provide assurance to someone else? And you know what? And I love it. No, we're all, I think we're going to say, you can't. You can't. You can encourage. You can encourage. You can do the exact same thing I did by giving the verses, right? And having a person read through those verses, right? Uh, Ephesians 2, uh, 8 through 10, uh, John 1, uh, 12 through 13, 1 John 5, 11 through 13. You can encourage them in that, but someone has assurance because they have assurance, Someone, you can't give someone assurance, but you can lead them to Christ in which they can have assurance. Right? right? Yeah, right. Like, Jesus like, gives yeah. the assurance, but you can help them because go life to is, Jesus. Because yeah, life is in Jesus. Life isn't in what I tell you about right. Jesus. Life is actually in Jesus. You have to be in Christ. I mean, it's Ephesians, right? Yeah. Right. In Christ. You have to be in Christ, being in Christ. I mean, that's... that's Abide in me and I in you. But right. one of the yeah. challenges when trying to share passages that, that re, re, uh, reaffirm that assurance that we have in Christ is you're dealing with other people who have life experiences with other humans who have either betrayed them or let them down. And so the lens through which they view God is sometimes uh, tainted by human relationships that are broken and right. are disappointed and, and uh, failed uh, oh. in that assurance. You have assurance yeah. in your parents. You have assurance in a spouse, but the parents betray you. The, the spouse betrays you. And so then when you, you present- You can't trust anybody because everybody lets anybody. you down. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is God will never betray you. God right. will be true to his word. As you said, God can't lie. He's holy. He's pure. He's loving. And unfortunately, human relationships have, in a sense, for a lot of people, tainted the way we try to view God. But I encourage you, if you're speaking to someone who needs assurance, ask them to try their best to put aside all the damage that other humans have done. You were about to say yeah. something, Shane? Um, I, I love Jesus's prayer because it kind of goes along with what you were saying, James. Um, Jesus's prayer in John chapter 17, he says in verse three, and this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Absolutely. And so remember, believing on Jesus is having that, that assurance because Jesus is eternal life and that's where that comes from. And so guys, we're out of time for today. And so we're going to go and wrap it up. Hey, I hope you guys enjoy National Blue Jean Day. So uh, go out, get yourself a pair. Uh, or, you know, maybe just, you know, whatever. Or go to Greenhouse. Or just go to Greenhouse Coffee, 2299 East 17th Street here in Idaho Falls. And they've got a uh, grand reopening coming up, and that's the 16th, the right? December 16th, 16th from 530 3, to 7 p.m. Yep. And so uh, grand reopening, the uh, the uh, drive throughs open, by the way. Greenhouse Coffee drive throughs open. I've been using it pretty much every day. Yeah, it's uh, nice. Which has been a real blessing. But if you have comments and or questions... Uh, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. That's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And so uh, check it out, and we love you. You're loved, your family, and enjoy your Monday. Guys, remember, it's 20 days till Christmas, and so uh, you need to get shopping done. 